episode one, two, three, nice number that, uh, of yeah. two and, and well, it's hard to know as quite a few fans that probably agree what to what to say about this this week in these games, but we'll do our best to to analyse it and give our thoughts. We've had ups, downs and in the middles and everything in between, I think. Uh, but thankfully, the most recent stuff to address is a couple of wins, as we'll come on to. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've been all over the place, as seems to always be the, the way at some point in a clan season. Yeah, it seems to be that way. Um, I think we did try to record last week, but it's probably better that we didn't. Um, yeah, things things a bit more positive, maybe, um, given the, the weekend's games there. Yeah, we, we ironically took a time out last week, which was something that <laughs> Clan didn't seem to do, but thankfully a week has healed at least some of the wounds. Uh, but those wounds, getting straight into it, started last weekend with two games, I think. Going into them, we thought there's there's points to be had here. Um, and we ended up throwing away a, a 5-2 lead at home to Fife and then conceding six away at Dundee. Uh, it really wasn't wasn't a great weekend. Um, and we're making a bit of a habit of of throwing away leads. Yeah, not not a good weekend is uh, putting it mildly for. I think what a lot of fans were were thinking um, during the course of those two games and and after it, um, you know, going five two up at, at five with thirteen or fourteen minutes left, you really should be seeing that out. Um, and five to score with 12 seconds left on the clock which they seem to be making a habit of doing you know scoring really late goals I think they sc- did they score a mi- uh, did they score a second left against against Coventry at the weekend there yeah they've so done they it really, they've done it a few games um, they really did it they did it to us as well didn't they previously as well possibly um, yeah uh-huh. a while ago and yeah. in the last was it the last game at Brayhead where we did lead against them. Yeah, um, so I mean, but yeah, fact, yeah like, three sorry, fact, three goals up. Yeah, going into that that third period, um, you'd think you'd think it should be seen out, but a combination of just a, a collapse and and some mistakes and all sorts of stuff, uh, gives them that momentum, and then they win in a shootout. Yeah, that's it. I think you know I was at that game and. For me, the only the only clan players I would have given pass marks to in that in that game was um, was Lakowitz and, and County. I thought they were they were both really good. Um, at the back, Bolton, Saul and Reddick did well in spells, but not over the whole course of the game, which is kind of been a downfall. Um, not playing sixty minutes, and you know, it's it's obviously something that has been picked up and. The coaches have, or Jason Morgan's spoken about it in, in interviews as well. Um, so that wasn't great. Um, Philip Sancho also got a nasty injury in that game. So um, he's going to be out for a few months as well. So yeah, continues our um, run of bad luck when it comes to injuries. Um, already down Combs and we're down... Matt Barry for a number of weeks there and with Boessa leaving again and so yeah, it's just added to to the misery that was that game. Yeah, and I think obviously results dictate the mood. Uh kind of thing. If if we'd have held on, there there wouldn't definitely wouldn't have been the same level of, of inquest. Uh, but still the the habit of, of throwing away leads needed needed to be addressed uh, but then thankfully thankfully there weren't any issues going into the next game because we didn't we didn't really have any leads did we <laughs> at, at Dundee um, albeit going in 
one all after the first period. Uh, three three goals in the second and then two two in the third was just it felt like a real a real low point. Um, yeah, I think in the season that and that was that was before what happened after the match. But uh, I know again it was a a Challenge Cup game that Dundee were already eliminated from and we were already through. But it's not really about that, is it? No, as you say, they were already out. But so you know, pressure's off from from both teams. Really, we should be going there, knowing that we're kind of qualified for the next the next round. But I don't know if the seedings maybe would have. Um, been taken into account had we won that game or not so you know there's still stuff to play for but you know ultimately um, you know we should have been going in there firing after what happened the night before looking for a reaction but um, yeah just it just didn't come um, but yeah should should say that you know Dundee and Fife are, are both playing playing well at the moment uh, at the minute, you know, both on hot streaks, and um, you know, we don't have a, a given right to beat them in any, in any game. But yeah, it's, it's the manner that of, of the defeats, you know, so managed to find ways to lose, and in that game we just didn't turn up at all. Um, again, conceding in bunches in that middle period, um, three goals in the space of just over a minute. Um, between two nightminders as well, so yeah, it was just it was all sort of crumbling down really at that point. As you say, the thing is that it's not that you expect to be able to just turn up and beat these teams, but it's that you expect to watch the game as a fan with hundred percent effort um, and a, a kind of level of expectation of a certain amount of certain level of performance that was was not there um out outshot heavily as you say to two goalies um and just not not really good enough and that that was kind of coming off the back of the the seven nil cardiff game as another heavy defeat and i think at that time it just all felt very uh very low and then we were hit with the the post-game interview leak with Mark Lefebvre. So, I'd I'd like to know your your breakdown and thoughts on that one before we before we go any further on to the next games. Um, well, just kind of final thoughts on the games or that game in particular itself. You know, there was obviously some um, personal errors from players during that game, but on the whole, even just from from watching the, the highlights and you know Dundee do put out a good highlights package. But watching the highlights you just you could see the the sort of lackluster nature of the performance even in that. Um you know with I guess the one kind of bright spark was um was Craighead's goal, which was a, a nice wraparound. But yeah, other than that there was nothing really to to be positive about. Um yeah, and then, you know, as I said, the, the highlights, Dundee highlights are really good and, you know, the, the post-game stuff uh, turned out to be even better, could you say? Maybe yeah. not, from a, not from a clan point of view, but um, I don't know. What, I, not, mean, I don't really have to, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on it, I guess, first? Well, not not good from any club's point of view. No. Um, However, it however it happened, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, although I think pretty much everyone listening probably did see it, uh, there was a what looked like some some comments before the official interview that Mark Lefebvre gave. Um, essentially, they were they were damning towards Clan, uh, quite a few individuals and the team generally, and, and saying how there's going to be changes and the money spent and. Uh, Charlie Combs back skating. I suppose that's one good thing you can take out of it, because uh, because the club wouldn't necessarily communicate that. But 
yeah, just at the time it came out, it just felt like another. Um, I don't know what the best way to to phrase it was, but another punch when when we were already in not a great position, kind of having the opposition coach a wee bit of a a laugh at our expense. But I think one thing that came out of it was probably a wee bit of of motivation for for the following weekend, as we'll as we'll discuss. But uh, yeah, it, it hinted to major changes, and mm. then obviously we we had a lot of speculation and, and things during the week off the back of that. Yeah, maybe motivation for the players, but certainly not for clan social media output for the for the week following. Um, yeah, not not a great look for for either team really. Um, yeah, was kind of it's obviously interesting to see um, and kind of hear what their what their actual thoughts are, um, which is quite which is quite good sometimes because you know you get we've had plenty of interviews um, in the past few years where you're just getting drip fed the same stuff week in week out whereas you know stuff like that's a bit more insightful and you know even for clan fans who know you know that things are are kind of or where kind of going wrong um and yeah it's as you say it's kind of provided a bit of a, a kick up the arse for for the players do you do you think that the players and coaches will all have seen that. I think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think so. They as would well. need to. They would need to. Plus, I think like um, it would have been ad- addressed internally, right? As well. Yeah, yeah. You would think. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. By the club. Um, and even just given what what Lefebvre was saying, you know, the players were probably informed after that game that, you know. Performances like that are just totally unacceptable, um, and you know nobody's nobody's safe really at, at the club. So, um, but yeah, definitely got a got a reaction out of them anyway. Yeah. So, um, wh- whatever changed during the week, in- including that as motivation, uh, so as going to the the weekend just passed there with an overtime win against Guildford, albeit another <laughs> another thrown away lead to produce an unnecessary tense finish. Thankfully on, on the right side of it and uh, amazingly again another victory over Guildford who've somehow become it's gone full circle that, that rivalry they've gone to to become the team that can't beat us as opposed to the other way around. Uh, but a bit of a a bit of a kind of was it a not a boring game's not not the way to say it, but not the highest standard. Um but but getting the job done and that's kind of all you needed after the weekend that had passed there. Is that a fair fair assessment? Uh yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I, I was at that game as well. I, I did enjoy it. Um, you know, just from from sort of previous games, you could see that it was a full a full team effort. Um, you know, sort of going into the the kind of defensive side of the game. Um, strong defensive play for for fifty five minutes, which is you know better than thirty or forty. Um, but again, that you know, a couple of minutes lapse in concentration, um, conceding two late goals, and you know, obviously Steve McParland was was going to come back and score against us. It's just a par for the course, or Mick, Mick par for the course. Yeah, that was kind of very predictable, wasn't it? Um, but I mean, it has to be highlighted standout performance again from. From Rob Lackowitz, who's, who's been probably fair to say player of the season so far. 
Um, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, having Matt Barry in there, a bit of reinforcement showed some quality. I think it w- was it his pass to set up the the uh, first first draw Blackwood goal, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, good to have him back in there and and back healthy. So that's that's good to see. Um, and then ob- obviously playing against a team that I've got, a, I think they were fielding four full lines. Um, mm. So like you say, get, for whatever reason, starting to get a bit tighter defensively. Um, decent performance from Jake Kiley. Looks like uh, Jason Morgan's going to try and stick with him. Um, and that's been rewarded so far. But uh, yeah, just, just nice to get get those two points and keep us in touch, kind of creeping up the league, albeit we know there are other problems there. Yeah, um, I think that, you know, you, you'd kind of point that out, but Lakowitz, um yeah, he's been he's been tremendous, especially um, over the last few weeks, he's, you know, really been a standout. Um, and even in that game, that line that he was on with, um, with Matt Barry and Darren Craighead, I thought they were causing Guilford problems for the whole game. Um, you know, so quick, intricate passing, and you know, yeah, they just kind of the Guilford didn't really know how to how to contain them um, for quite a lot of that game. Um, so that was good, good to see. Um, and yeah, even it was weird though because although Guilford scored twice in the last five minutes. Um, you know, Coach Morgan did call a timeout, and but even even at that, I just I thought like we're I don't know there was just a feeling that I thought we're not going to lose this, and I don't know why that was, but I think it was just maybe seeing like this uh, collective team effort really throughout the whole the whole game. Um, you know, a bit more sort of switched on in terms of defence, and you know you could see. You could see everyone sort of quick to get back to um, to help the defence out. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a not a totally polished um, game from Clan, but um, certainly a lot better than than it had been. I think I think there's definitely a thing when uh, you've got to through two periods without conceding, and then you start to start to feel like the shutout might be on. Um, like we've said before, but when teams change the, the goaltender, when, when the defence is playing for a shutout, I think you can feel a wee bit more intensity from them. And that, that's been true when I've I've watched Clan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe a, a, a bit of, of panic sets in when you can see twice in it's 25 seconds only. Uh, but yeah, perhaps good idea to call the time out then, and uh, a really nice play to to win it from Zach Van So got to give credit there, and and Lakovic with the assist. So because yeah. would we have won on penalty shots? I would I would say no. No. <laughs> when when was the last time we did? In all seriousness. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I couldn't tell you. I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't think we've got. I don't know. We've got players there that could take penalty shots, but I just wonder. Like, I just you wonder how often that's practiced. Do you know what I mean? It's not really something that you can. Yeah, it's always it's always annoyed me a wee bit that whenever you listen to coach interviews, that they say when it goes to overtime. It's a fifty-fifty. Yeah. Or penalty shots as well for me is a bit of an argument to that. It's it's not fifty-fifty mm. if you practice your three-on-three three a lot. And yeah. You, you practice it's, your penalty shots. I think it's don't really like when they say that. It's kind of yeah. like, well, we've got a point, and well, we might get another one. Was that Paul you know, it, that said that? And well, was, yeah, but I think he may have said that. Yeah. But also others have said it. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you've got to, 
have the attitude of, of going for the extra point. Um, as I'm sure they do, but it's just when they say that, it's a bit annoying. Mm. Um, and yeah, so so Daddy and Craighead, like you said, played that game and then unfortunately had to return home for a, a family emergency. So we wish, wish him well. It meant he missed the Sheffield game, but he is back this weekend, did it say? Uh, oh, I don't know. So, I don't know, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, three three lines going down to Sheffield after a after a tight game with Guildford. I don't think realistically many of us would have expected what did happen, but uh, a 2-1 victory. Um, tremendous performance from Jake Kiley and, well, the whole team, but defensively. Excellent, a wee bit of a change around in the partnerships um, and and timely goals. I, again, I don't think it was a, a a fancy victory by any means. We were outshot 44-17, according to the game sheet. Um, but again, who cares how you get points down there? Um, and, and that completed a four-point weekend. Yeah, incredible. Um Again, so given what happened the week previous, going into this weekend, probably would have bitten your hand off for two points. Never mind anything else. Um, but yeah, so to get get the overtime one um, against Guildford, and, and at that game, you could tell how much it meant to to the fans. Um, you know, when when the goal went in, there was a huge eruption from the from the stands, and you know, hopefully that kind of spurred the, the players on to, to perform well on, on the Sunday. Um but yeah like you said Jake Kiley. Um welcome welcome to the team. You know, finally turning up. Um you know, he turned up big time. Um two two huge performances. Um and you know obviously again helped out by by the defence and the and the rest of the team. Um should give credit to, to Cody Saul as well. I thought he was excellent. Um, both of these games, particularly the, the Guildford game, I think there was there was one sort of five on three penalty kill. It was a long penalty kill. It seemed to go on for forever, but but Saul was at the was at the heart of that. And um, yeah, I've just you know I, I have noticed a a massive improvement. Um, from him certainly since since the first time he was here. Um, so I'm kind of going away from the from the Sheffield game, but no, no, it's, it's relevant. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, but yeah, I just thought like you know, we kind of opportunistic with with the goals that we got as well. I don't think they were the prettiest of goals, but they all count. Um, you know, we just sort of capitalised at, at the right times and. Um, yeah, I think it was Sheffield's first defeat for a good while. Um, so yeah, it made it even even sweeter. Yeah, and and they're not they're not going to lose many. I don't no, think I this don't year. Think so. Yeah. Uh, the way it's shaping up, obviously we've had a slow start, a surprisingly slow start from Belfast. Um, but you know Sheffield and and Cardiff. Uh, are looking strong. So anyone going into Sheffield and, and get a win, I think you'll probably there'll only be a handful of teams that do that. Um you said about penalty kill or um penalty kill I think we're fourth fourth in the league penalty kill. Um eighty eighty point five percent, which is excellent. Power plays far and away the best in the league at 36%. Um, I don't know exactly how many we've we've had, but nice to be on top still with some of those statistics. Um, some of the other stuff I've seen winning winning more face-offs, I think the likes of Pelic have, have really improved that. Um, but, you know, going into next weekend, conceding only uh, three goals in in the two games really looks really looks good defensively and 
you know, we've, we've got those injury problems, but as guys start to come back fit, it gives something to build on. It's it's hard to say if we've like turned a corner to use that expression, but um, <laughs> something definitely changed this week, and you feel like there's there's a bit more a bit more buy-in. If 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 we if we'd lost the Sheffield game, I wouldn't be surprised, but it definitely does kind of flip the mood, doesn't it? You would you would like to think so. Um... But then I kind of thought that when we got that overtime one up in five, I thought that would be a that would be a turning point, and then the next night we lost seven 0 to Cardiff. So I think it's just the type of team that we are. I think we are going to be quite up and down, but um, you know maybe they've just you know as I say had a kick up the arse, and yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is that. Maybe we have turned a corner. Um, but yeah, I'm not willing to. I'm not willing to to give them that just yet. I want to see it over the next few games. Yeah, it's it's maybe more of a a long bend than a corner. <laughs> I would yeah, say. Yeah. And and like a lot of people have said, it's, we've got to find consistency with it. It's got to be the same level of performance this weekend. No, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be results. If if the performances are there, then for me that's that's showing signs. Because if if we do perform like that, then we will get the results eventually. But it's these turned corners, like you say, and then you lose seven nil at home or six uh, two. Yeah, that's that's the one that that make make this team hard to judge. But um. You know, we'll 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 see reserve judgment, like you said, but I, I don't think compared maybe to to last season, I don't. Well, I hope to think that they won't hang around as much to to make changes if things aren't going well. And mm. I think an example of that we've seen a signing this week, Alex Roach, um, a defenseman who's come in and you know look, looks to be a a very good player, I think a good signing, um, and one that we've made proactively uh, without without hanging around to, to see what might happen. It joins from Freiburg, six foot, six foot five defenseman, 30 years old, um, a lot of DEL experience, and I think he'll come in and be that uh, more defensive guy that we need and kind of join Saul in that role, perhaps freeing up some of the other guys to uh, to concentrate on other areas. Yes, it certainly seems to look the part um, on paper. I tried to have a quick look for any highlights, um, but all, all I could find was, was fights. But it's weird though, because when you look at his Elite Prospects page, there's not too many penalty minutes in there. Um, you know, certainly in his time in Germany. So, you know, I, I think that's a good sign. You know, I, I think you kind of want him to be like a Cody Saul, like like Cody Saul has been, um, and just kind of beef up the defending a bit, um, because you know, as something that every clan fan has has pointed out this season, um, you know, the stats. The stats haven't been been good there, so <clears throat> so if he can come in and sort of show that up a wee bit, um, and sort of continue on from from last weekend's results, then you know we're kind of we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, and we we saw um, obviously six defensemen playing playing in the Sheffield game, Kelly with Saul, Reddick with Vanell, and Bolton with Callan. Uh, do you think that Roach will come in and, and slot straight in there and somebody will drop out or has been kind of discussed, do we move one of the, the D-men to a, a kind of fourth fourth line forward just now to, to fill in while we get more bodies back? Possibly, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good point. I, I don't know. Um 
don't know. I, mean, I think the kind of the best option would be to do that. Would be to move um, somewhere up to the forward lines. I don't know whether. I mean, it depends who who you're moving up, really. Um, for me, probably. Oh, I'd probably put Zach Vanell on a forward line. He's got that previous previous chemistry with uh, with Gary Hayden, although I wouldn't want to break up that top point producing line. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting one. I don't think whoever, if it's going to be Vanell or uh, Nate Callan, I guess would be the other one that you would maybe think to put up there. Um. Just given how how well they've been going forward, um, but yeah, I don't necessarily think you would they would go straight onto the fourth line. You might even see them on um, on the third line, or maybe even further up than that. If you're still sort of producing a good number of points, then then why not? But I don't know. I've never really. I don't think we've ever really seen that before. Not really seen Clan do that. But mm. move move defensemen up. Michael Goodwell, did he do it once? Maybe. Oh, that's a, that's a great show. It's <laughs> a great show. Um, At one point, I yeah, think maybe, he did. Maybe he did, yeah. Um, Gen- generally, though, yes, it's not It's not really a... It's usually the other way about. Uh, yeah, exactly, like like Forbes. Um, for example, we would drop back in, into defence, but we've not actually, given that we're not short, of defensemen really now it's it's actually it's gone the other way we've we've talked about maybe needing defensive changes it's sort of switched to needing reinforce reinforcements in the forward lines but I think sometimes you've seen that a, a, a short lineup can can come together the only the only worry is the the physical side of things when you're playing with three lines um, and then going into this week you know we've got three three games uh there's there's a bit of a concern to me that being short on the forwards is is going to take its toll by the time it comes to sunday against manchester and uh you know in theory manchester at home on sunday would be the one that we would have targeted for most points but then manchester have have been quite good this season and and guilford we've we've managed them well so perhaps uh, the order we've got the games is is good but we'll just have to see what happens yeah it's going to be a tough few days um you know i think the past few weeks we've played maybe one or two games um each week so yeah three three this week although um i think they were talking about there may have been like a sickness bug or something going around the team so you know, maybe dependent on that as well. So, you know, if that's the case, then if Roach comes in um, to kind of run on the on the defensive side of it, then um, you know, having the six the six D men with Roach and someone's sort of scratched out or whatever. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Time for um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is time for for all the players to kind of taking a step up this is um you know this is what we want from from those higher up at the club you know we want them to be proactive and and making decisions to to bring players in if it's not working out so and you know if that does spur on the players then um you know even even better yeah and we've as has been leaked there there might be a chance of Combs being back at, at some point in the next couple of weeks, um, you know, I, I don't expect him quite to hit the ground running, but it would be good to get him back in the team with with Sanj being out for so long. Um, the illness, yeah, that there, there always seems to be illnesses in this team for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, food poisoning or yeah, yeah, something. It's it's quite a common thing when we're we're not doing too well, but. Uh, you know, maybe it's maybe the chef. The chef needs looked at the team. Team chef, not that they'll have one, but I'm looking for excuses. Uh, but so so Guildford Guildford away Wednesday. 
Um, Belfast away Saturday and then Manchester at home on Sunday. My my brief thoughts are you could say it's a good time to play Belfast because they're in a terrible run of form. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you were picking to play them, this would, would maybe be a good time. We have done well in there previously, so we, we know it's we know it's possible. Um, you know, I, I don't know if they'll be making changes this week. Hopefully they give Petr Cech a start in, in goal and, and maybe <laughs> will maybe we'll get that win. But no knowing us they would they would play him and he would get a shot out. Even though I realistically don't think he's he's anywhere near that level, but um, that'll come back to bite me. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Wednesday, Guildford. I've got to say, I'm, I'll now fancy it just because of how we've done against them. Um, and then Manchester at home there, second in the table. Um, only two points behind Sheffield. Had a great start. So I think write them off lightly at your peril. Um, that'll be a tough one, especially with the travel back from Belfast. Um, but you know, I'll take, I'll definitely take four points from from those two games, please. However they come. Yeah, I think we need to maintain this good run that that we're on just now. We're sort of growing in confidence. I think we should be targeting six points, if I'm honest, from these three games. But I'll take I'll take four as a minimum. Um, tough places to go, um, but you know, like Guildford and, and Belfast are in a slump, so we want to kind of capitalise on that um, now before they begin to turn the corner. Um, and yeah, Manchester are doing well at the minute. Um, Although some some up and down results recently, um, but we're at home and they're playing three and three. Um, yeah. So I think they're Dundee on Dundee on Friday or Fife on Friday, and then yeah, Dundee, yeah, Dundee Friday, Fife Saturday, and then us on Sunday. So that's a that's going to be a big test for them as well. I don't know if that's I don't know if they've had any or many three and three games. Uh, or, or weekend, sorry. So far this season, so that could be new territory for them as well. Agreed. And uh, as we've said, Dundee, Dundee and Fife have been have been good. So it's 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 not a case of them necessarily being coming into the game on Sunday on a high. You know, they could easily. Be coming in with with two defeats, uh, and then and then hopefully we we make it three. But it's it's hard to say. But I like the I like the the positivity. I think if we'd have looked at these games um, before this weekend and said, "Oh, we've got to target six points," I'd have said there's absolutely no chance. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. You kind of want to be, you want to be positive, and maybe that's kind of been our downfall in in recent years doing this podcast is maybe been a bit overly positive, um, you know, off the back of a couple of good results, but um, yeah, we want to kind of see it on a more consistent basis, um, and that goes for that goes for everyone in the team and the coaches as well. Um. Yeah, continue to continue to do the good work that's been done the last couple of games, and we'll be we'll be flying. Yeah, and and I don't think the statistically Manchester, I, I don't think they're as good on the road at all. Um. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully that's another advantage we've got. Historically, um, yeah, I think yeah, they've been a bit better, but yeah, yeah, Maybe just because because of playing in that that small rink and and changing to the bigger ones, but uh, yeah, they have they have got some good good results away from home this year, 
and obviously it's the first time we've seen them, so there's a wee bit of a an unknown element in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, looking looking forward to those ones definitely. And if you know you look at the you look at the standings as they are just now, um, four points. Four points would put us top, but that is obviously dependent on every other result. But you've got you've got to look at it like that. Um, it's really tight, and I think this year you've you've just got to keep trying to pick up wins where you can. I don't see it being one team particularly left down at the bottom. Just having seen the quality that Fife and Dundee have. Um, so I think it's going to be it's going to be really close, um, with with everyone able to get to get those points. So we've got to target those home games, and you know, four, two wins, three wins would be, yeah, great. But let's let's just see, really. Yeah, um, I would like us to win one more games in regulation, please. That would be good. Um, only Coventry have um, had less regulation wins than we have, so I'd like to see that improve. But yeah, gen- generally, you know, we are kind of hopefully on the right track now. Um, regarding that, I, I have to say though, like in general across the league, it's been pretty open so far this year. Um, you know, there's there's no guarantees, so which is good. That's kind of what you want to have rather than. Belfast just kind of running away with it every year, but um, yeah, every every team has sort of had a had a couple of bad bad results in there. Yeah, um, like you say, which is good. Uh, Belfast, I expect I expect they will come on a bit stronger. Hopefully, just after the players. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. it, it might it might take another couple of. Games like we saw against Sheffield, where you know we need to put in that that effort to get to get the points, but we know that we can do it now. Um, and against you know a team that's top of the league and had won however many on the bounce, so we know we can do it. So it's just about finding some consistency. I think that's what it's got to be really. Where um, when it comes to the home games, yeah, I, I think we'll be a bit more on the front foot, but. I think some of those away games might be a bit a bit sort of horrible, like the Sheffield one. Mm. And and try and pick up we can at the moment. Um I know you always kind of fancy this expansive attacking hockey, but it doesn't look like this team will will always be capable of that, particularly on the road, even at home. But um yeah, just got to try and pick up those points going into into each weekend. Um, yeah. So, kind of talking of that weekend, we wanted to bring back our supermarket suite format that we'd we'd missed for a while, didn't we? So, we um, looking at looking at the games, picking out our our picks for each amount, and and then tally it up. I think part of the the fun in this will be actually tallying stuff up from the past recording, so I will need to go back. But, but I have done it. Oh, you have excellent. I have done it. Um, so have we got a, have we have we got an update? Let's see. I thought I've got it somewhere else. All right, here we go. Supermarket Suite records. Um. Okay. I'm currently fifty pounds in front of you. Okay. Whatever that means. <laughs> well, that's quite a lot, so I need to get that back. Yeah, I don't remember what I don't was... remember what I'd said. You had said down, but um okay, I think so we both had said hundred pounds for Belfast to beat Dundee twice. You definitely wouldn't be saying that now. No. Um but yeah, that... round. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That did that came in. Um, I had Sheffield to beat Coventry for my seventy-five pound. They did win that one in overtime. Um, I then 
uh, then had Nottingham to beat Manchester twice. Uh, that was one and one. Um, so no, no money there, no no bonus there. Um, and then I had Coventry to beat Cardiff one of the days, uh, and they did. They won four. To, <laughs> must have been their only. Yeah, so that win of the season. That that's got you the the lead then probably. Pretty much, yeah. I think so. You had had two clan victories against Fife. We won four 0 and lost five one. <laughs> so we did, yeah. <laughs> uh, you had Cardiff to beat Guildford. That came in. That was your fifty pound one. Uh, and you had Manchester to beat Nottingham, which did not come in. I'm, t- so, yeah. I'm turning it round this week. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Let's see. Uh, so the, we're, we're, we're counting from the clan game. So we're counting from Wednesday, Guildford against clan, to to Sunday. Yeah, I um, think there's a few Challenge Cup games this weekend as well. And are we, are we counting those? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, why not? Aye. I suppose we have to. Um, Coventry, Coventry, Cardiff tomorrow night and uh, Cardiff Guildford on Saturday so well that's that's interesting that you've mentioned that mm. so from well you go first you're the leader you're the current <laughs> you can get you can get your title first. holder yeah right. I don't know. I don't know if that came across actually. Hang on. Hello, welcome to Supermarket Sweep. There he is. So Dale's back. <laughs> He's back. I'm going to actually. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that that Challenge Cup. Okay. Um, Coventry Cardiff. Oh, Ama. See now, now I want to look at the standings and see if that game actually means anything. Let's have a quick look. Hmm, I think that's the so that's the last game. I don't think it means much. Could be wrong. Oh, maybe maybe Coventry have to win that. Um, Let's see. This is in, this is influencing your. Oh no! Your sorry, it's, it's it's totally meaningless because um, right, okay, because Nottingham have withdrawn, and Dundee are out. It's okay. totally totally meaningless game, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from Challenge Cup games. I think. Um, let's see. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Manchester. With their three and three, I think they will get three points from those three games. Is that for your? Is that for hundred? <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be my hundred. Okay, that's quite, yeah. It's quite uh, that's bold. It's quite bold. It's quite bold, but I like it. Let's have a look. That is guitar hundred pounds. Good. Okay, so for me, for me, I'm going to say uh, that. Whoa, no. No, I'm probably not as bold, but I'm going to go for a Dundee four-point weekend. Oh, a win, back, back a win at home, win at home against Manchester, and then a win down at Coventry. That's great. So is that your is that your hundred that, pound? That's my hundred. Yeah. Good stuff. Seventy-five. What have we got? Seventy-five. I'm just going to go straight in and say Nottingham are going to beat Belfast on Sunday. Oh, okay. I'm going to say that a big return. I mean, I could have, I could have had this for my my hundred, but I'm going to say uh, that Fife. I'm going to say, I'll say two points, two point weekend for Fife. 
So I'll include, I'll include two games in that. They'll beat Manchester. And then lose down in Cardiff. There we go. So, not not a good weekend for Manchester coming up then. No. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Um, let's see. Fifty pounds. Fifty pounds. I think I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to look at the Challenge Cup. There's not that many games on this weekend, so let's see. Mm-hmm. I'll say, uh, oh. I'm going to say Coventry to beat Cardiff oh. at home in the Challenge Cup. Hmm. It's my 25. Uh, sorry, my 50. Your 50. I'm going for a clan four from six. Yeah. For my 50. That's good. I like that. Four from six for my 50. So that just leaves your 25s. My 25. Has to be... Guildford to get a huge win at home against Sheffield on Sunday. Yeah. See, <laughs> see it's a good one. I, I, it is I a like good that. one, and and I was going to do it, so it means I'm going to change. And this would <laughs> no. nev- this would never be a twenty-five previously, but based on current form, mm. I'm going to say a Belfast four-point weekend. Oof. Which includes obviously the, the clan game, but but that's why I'm I'm putting it down at twenty five. Their form and their playing clan, so it could very well not happen. But yeah, not sure about it. So twenty five for me on that. Yeah, I need to make up some ground so. <laughs> it's only 50 you're, you're not that far behind um, but yeah if it's going with the, the current trajectory then it'll be it'll be in for, for a lot of money come the end of the season yeah and I'll repay it um, with credits for Brayhead Arena so you'll be able to buy maybe one juice and one pack of crisps. <laughs> yeah, quite That's fancy. All, we, all your money. Quite fancy. We ice cream now. Like some weeks. Are they, got, are they doing ice cream? They've got lip and scoop. Some weeks. All right. Um, they've all kind right, of opened well, up the downstairs bit as well. So again, I yeah, think well, some on some nights, but I don't, I, I don't know. I tried to go down. And, um, when was that? The Guildford game. Tried to go down and it was uh, uh, cordoned off, so I don't know. Maybe that was because the uh, they they knew about the the Lefebvre interview, so they they just cordoned off the yeah. area for anyone to come anywhere near the team. Maybe that's where Gareth was hiding that week. Yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it was. Yeah, or Aaron Murphy was caught on camera on his phone pointing at people <laughs> um, but yeah no I'll, I'll be going on on Sunday so hopefully it is a it is a big a big home win um, and yes yeah, it's, it's it's looking up a bit as I said my opinion it's turning a very long winding bend as opposed to a corner but um, something nice to talk about at least and we didn't have to record last week yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you know we we would continue to be positive on this on this podcast, but yeah, we need we need to see a bit more a bit more consistency, please. Um, but yeah, certainly last weekend was a, a step in the right direction. Yeah, and at, at the moment, 
the the coaching and, and playing team are have our full our full faith of course. Um but but turn in another Dundee Fife Cardiff <laughs> style weekend and we'll be on you. That's what I can say. Yeah, I should probably point or give a bit of credit to, to Jason Morgan and Jeff Batta last week. Um you know obviously after after any game but you sort of lose quite convincingly it's it's easy to be negative but um yeah it's um it's also nice to be to be positive and, and give them a bit of, a bit of credit for for last weekend so um yeah keep that up special teams are doing doing well at the minute so um yeah and you know knows knows now to take timeouts which is good yeah, I think one thing that I was kind of going to say as a as a kind of closing point was that um, he obviously Jason Morgan has taken a, a lot of stick and I'm sure he probably sees some of it and, and hears of it. Um, we, we'd also heard that Jeff Bata was was maybe not the the most keen to to front up media wise, but I wonder if if the, there was any um, consideration of of giving him a go at one of the post matches just to to freshen it up and and give Morgan a break. I wouldn't I wouldn't be against that. Um, just just to get his different opinions, but they're all kind of scripted anyway, aren't they? But I think that would be a wee a wee change up that the club would possibly consider rather than just yeah. a player and Morgan, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't be against that. Um, and you know, it's not it's not because of anything, but. With Jason Morgan in, in particular, it's just sometimes it's good to get um, to get other opinions as well. Um, but yeah, and like obviously, seen stuff recently as well about um, Jason Morgan and people wanting him to be a bit more animated on the bench and stuff like that. I don't, I don't really subscribe to to that. Really, you have. You have excellent coaches that um, that don't say much on the bench, and I think like if you just start, it's obviously not his style. So if he if he changes now and starts being a bit more, I don't know, kind of seen like to the cameras almost like to be. Yeah, I am. I, um, I agree. I, I know what you said. I, I think I mentioned that in a previous episode that. I get the impression he's he's more of a keep things in house and in the dressing room kind of guy, um, yeah, and and should stick to that. He, he's obviously had an effect this week. You think? Um, I think the players would also step up some of the responsibilities on them. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think the fact that he's he's called a timeout is, I would assume not listening to every podcast and thinking, oh, these guys are saying I should call a timeout, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. But uh, maybe I like to think he has, but who knows? Uh, but yeah, demeanor wise it's it's not a big thing for me. I think you you point to these kind of parts when things aren't going well. You know, the body language didn't look good on the bench and all that kind of stuff. But for yeah. me it, it sort of works both ways and and also involves the players so um yeah. we'll, we'll see how it continue, carries on the next couple of weeks it may it may become may become a problem but yeah i think the coaching is is more than more than just that so given giving them credit where it's due like you say i think it's it's been a decent turnaround and we'll see where it where it gets to yeah absolutely um, and and also finally, uh, it was it was nice to see. I think Manchester was it played out a a memorial game with with Nottingham at the weekend for Adam Johnson. Yeah. Um, and I think from all accounts that went really well. There were some nice tributes, so good to see that's kind of staying in the in the thoughts of the players, and I'm sure it will the league as it continues. Um, and hopefully Nottingham can kind of try to return to some sort of, of normality in their season. 
albeit it'll be difficult, but yeah, good to see. I thought it was worth worth a mention. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and all, all the best to, the, to them as well when they start playing again proper. Um, yeah, I did see that they have signed an ex-NHL defenseman as well, so Neil Black yeah. not, not frightened to put his money in his pocket. No. No, and we'll be we'll be seeing one on on Sunday as well with Manchester, so hopefully uh, he comes out on the losing side. But fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, but this is all good for it's all good for the league though. Um you know, getting a bit more exposure and, and that kind of thing. So it is, absolutely. Um so from me, yep, just as ever, thanks to people for listening. Um we'll be back after the six point weekend. Um and yeah, I hope you all enjoy it and we'll speak to you next time. Cheers, folks. <laughs>